Jerry's hot dogs. <laughs> Twice as hot. Cyberdyne Twice systems. Twice as dark. Do, 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 do. Waka, waka, waka. Are we ready? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Alt Gaming Podcast number three for the 5th of August 2016. My name is Certificate 18 and I am here today joined by... Say hello everybody. Hi. Hello everyone. We've got Chart, Vivermord and Eddie Rio in the house and yeah, what time is it? It's about half past ten and uh, everyone's had a few beers so, you know, bear, bear that in mind when you're listening back to this on your way to work on a sober day that we're not. We're not sober when we make this recording at all, which is fine. Um, we'll buy my I think red we're going to be we're going to be talking a little bit about Starbound, Rainbow Six, Transistor, Overwatch, Everspace, Zomboid, and a load of other things, including some updates about what's happening with Altland. So yes, yeah, uh, sit tight, get yourselves a drink, not if you're driving, obviously, and enjoy the rest of the podcast. And let's kick off. I'm going to go to Viv. Viv. We've been playing a lot of Starbound. We have indeed. We've discovered many moons, many planets, and uh, we're generally having a pretty good time, I would say. Uh, Yeah, nice bit of progress over the sort of last week or so, but... uh, How far are we... How how long has 1.0 been out? How long has it been out? Yeah, at this point. I'd say two weeks now. So, yeah, so... 22nd it came out. Yeah, so it took us a couple of weeks to get pretty well established, didn't it? I mean... It did. Like, it's a lot different to the beta version. Like, that intro, like, nice animation, all that, yeah, a bit of backstory, stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, things have changed, but I would say for the better. I'm loving it. I think it's amazing. So I don't know what what point the teleports got introduced because we stopped playing the beta uh, ages ago. And now, like, having a planet that we can all congregate on is a lot easier than it used to be because you can go off and do your own thing in your ship and we don't have to leave one ship above the planet that we're working on. And that's what I was saying to the other guys. Uh, um, what, were... on another podcast? What? No, no, like, they were, oh, they were okay. the guys that I'm Jesus. and they've got their own single player. They've had access. <laughs> no, no, I, I promise. I yes. Legitimate. Uh, they, they were playing on their own sort of worlds in their single player modes, and they were hooking up between themselves. And I said, come, they, they had the, the login, uh, and I you know, you can effectively work from the server out on your own, doing the whole sort of, the, the whole single player thing without even coming to the old world, you know? Uh, but yeah. I think I managed to convince them to come over. And uh... so I, I noticed that back at the main, uh, what's the name of the place where you go, the hub of everything, the town, yeah, I the just outpost. Call it outpost. Sorry, outpost, there you go. Outpost. outpost yeah. yeah. So back at the outpost, uh, outpost. <laughs> back at the outpost, there's a, the, the old lady in the floating chair, El- yep. Elizabeth or whatever her name is. She's the main. Elsie or something. Mm. Esther. Her, Esther, she's got a, a a wall behind her that uh, runes are appearing in different coloured runes in a in a half moon shape. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. And, and obviously, I've done none of those personally because I've just been working on our home world. Sure. So there is obviously some sort of progression that's being saved for the server. Well, yes, yeah, certainly. Like each time you complete, no, you must have one from the Arceus mining mission. You know, with the boss in that room. No spoilers. Really. Yeah. So yeah, yeah no, this... no. But that's the very first mission. I don't think it's a spoiler. Get, it's okay. Yeah. There's, there's definitely some of the missions that are 
server related rather than player related. I, I've not got to the bottom of it yet, but things like the um, the penguin battle that you guys did, and then it opened up the penguin arena, and I went into that without having defeated the first penguin with the tanks and the UFO, and I went into that little arena, and it, I was on Mark Two already. Oh, no. oh me and me and Ed did that, didn't we? We yeah. did that one. Yeah. So there's something there, but I'm not quite sure what it is. Um, I mean, you can always go back and do the Ericus mine again because it's a saved teleport point or something, isn't it? Yeah. So, that's right. You can I mean, I don't know if that's the same with a lot of the missions. So you, it's not like you'd never see the mission. It's just there is an element of I mean, I, what you were just saying about you can go off and do your own thing. You know, I don't quite know how exactly that works with those story missions. I think it's all linked to your ship's AI. Like, uh, and that's where you're progressing. You can always go back to your ship AI and uh, request to repeat a mission or to, like, try the next mission. As soon as you pick up that mission from the woman we were just speaking of down in the, you know, down in the outpost, that becomes, like, uh, part of your ship's AI. Yeah. Like a tracker. Yeah. So we've got, um, we've already made a couple of videos. Eddie's already made some really good ones that you could check out on our YouTube channel. Uh, get there on YouTube, Old Gaming, uh, or you can go via our website, as you probably already know. But um, the one thing that really split our group early on, I thought was quite an interesting thing to talk about, was that some of us wanted to play on survival mode and some of us wanted to play on casual mode. Ooh, I know, it's just, you know, it's a podcast. We don't want to leave anything uncovered here. This is this is the bare-naked old gaming experience. Well, it is in this room I'm in anyway. So I just, I'm wondering what, what how that's played out now. We're coming at it a couple of weeks in. Ed's here. He played on casual. I was wondering what his feelings were. So I'm a dirty casual and I fucking love it. But, <laughs> but my my view of this is I'm it's it's another game that's rolled around. We're going to play it for what a few months before it starts dying down a little bit, and we're not going to play it much anymore after that point. Or you know we'll have a session on it. I just want to enjoy it and do as much as I can in the game without having to deal with all the like stuff dragging me down you know i don't want to have i don't have to like oh i've lost all my stuff i've got to go back to that world to reclaim it all and pick it all back up again it's just i just can't be bothered with it because i know that like after a, a month when the next game comes out or when we start playing other things we'll be on to that and i thought well i could have done so much more if i'd have just played casual and just sort of in, you know did the whole story mode, got everything that I can do, and then start building and enjoying it that way. But that's just my view. Sure. I understand yeah, yeah, I, that, that people have a different view. And it's, it's nice. It's nice that we can both play our different modes, I think, as well. So we don't have it's, to all do the yeah. same. Do you gloat every I time? I mean, that's... Every that's, time that's when, great I, that when you, you die, when you die, I chuckle to myself a little bit. I think, <laughs> Chucklefish. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> but see, I <laughs> believe, I believe that our, our, our sort of uh, experience is enhanced by that sort of that camaraderie, you know? It's like, right, I died, but my my bros are down there, so they, they've got my back, and I can beam to them straight away. And it's all sort of like you go into a contingency mode. As soon as someone dies, it's like, right... He's dead, you know. Right, yep. we got it. Lock, like, lock the doors. Yeah, like put the lights <laughs> up. Yeah, that's so when when they return, you know, make sure you're in a location that you can spawn to, and boom, off you go. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 great that obviously we can all play at the same time and choose 
the levels that, that we want to go on, uh, whether that be casual or survival or what have you. Um, I remember when I first started playing Minecraft, it was an Xbox version. And on the Xbox, you have to choose when you create the world, whether it's going to be creative or survival. Um, and I had endless arguments with a couple of the friends that I played with and my uh, son as well, because I really wanted to play on survival because I just and they were dirty like, casuals. <laughs> Well, I just felt like I, I would just go down the deepest hole I could find and get some diamond and then just, whoop, I'll be back, back at my base and everything's good and I'm not going to lose anything and all that kind of business. And the same with same with Starbound. And I quite like the fact that after a while, I'm down deep enough for me to start worrying and uh, it, it gets quite tense and I like it. It's good. Good. The pressure is cool. Yeah. It makes the, the end product seem so much more sort of fruitful. When you get back and you're like, ah, we made it. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. It's great. It's, well, it's good that we can do both, and the way that it's ended up with that this, cool. with 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 this game as it did when it was in beta I personally have just spent nearly my whole time trying to gather lots of different textures as in different <laughs> material types and building a base and I just love that cut I suppose it's more it's minecrafty as well in that respect but that creative element of it I just I'm not really bothered about story missions at all I'd be more than happy to be part of a server where everyone else is sorting out the story missions right. and I just be I'm at home cleaning technically that, being a housewife you know the whole sort of introduction of being able to scan everything you come across as well and then 3d print it i think yeah. it's amazing like, yeah that's the downside of not doing much exploring is you can't you can't yeah. do that but yeah i don't i don't, I don't really uh, get the missions the scanning missions they're not really grabbing me at this moment i'm hoping sure. they're gonna sort of become a little bit more well, that's where I've got to in the campaign. He yeah. told me to go to Florin Worlds yeah, and scan yeah. for things. And I, immediately, that just was boof. No, I'm not it's like, going to go to the whole base and build well, that's, It's like that, one that mission, one scanning times. mission, one mission, then a scanning mission. It seems yeah. to just go like alternate, doesn't it? Yeah. I think it's for each of the races, so you get everyone's like stuff. Yeah. You know? have, you, um, have you guys looked at upgrading your ship yet? No, but I have visited... Uh, like a friend, like I said the other night, uh, and his spaceship is massive. It, they're really. Is this something? Is it? He's got a massive Sorry, does this mean lads. something else? <laughs> no, well, you know, what stays in Starbound? I don't know what goes on. To, what. Anyway, uh, like his spaceship was amazing. It was huge, and uh, he was complaining actually. <laughs> <laughs> that the, the upgrade filthy casual each upgrade doesn't actually augment your ship in any way other than just make it a bit bigger do you know what i mean there's no like yeah. you don't get any like freebies oh, for okay. it and it gets you know increasingly expensive to enlarge yeah, your, you've uh, upgraded good a couple of times yeah i've spent pixels and getting that from that um it's it's fucking expensive like, though. It's like ten thousand. But the, yeah, that's yeah. why I don't want to take two years doing it because I can just run around and die and only lose ten percent of my pixels. So it's not that bad yeah. for me. But if you just yeah, so if the you, listeners know, if you if you're playing on survival and you die, you lose thirty percent of your pixels. And they're, un, you, they're unrecoverable. You can never get those back. Your stuff you drop, you could possibly go and get it back. Not screen pixels though, just to differentiate. The pixels yeah. is like the currency. <laughs> you're not your disappearing slowly. slowly. Yeah. It's like not the nothing in the never-ending story or something. <laughs> 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 
That reminds me, I think I've still got some stuff on that planet that we were on, Dave. Uh, like I can remember that now? <laughs> oh, dear. oh, yeah, the one with the About woman, the woman prison thing. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Prisoner cell block H. Yeah, yeah we got yeah, halfway through much. this women's prison and then Dave decided to disappear <laughs> for unknown reasons. <laughs> oh, man, I've got a tattoo now. <laughs> he left his mic on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh dear but we've had a good time all that being said we've had a good time i mean personally it's i don't great. think it's any more or less as good as it was in beta though for me i reckon it's a lot better i reckon it's a lot more polished and the, the, there's the so many teleport, a difference to be the honest teleport's I'm better. that much change the, the, uh, the armor system is advanced. We never, I mean, maybe we never got round to this before because we didn't play it. It was a lot harder to progress. Mm. But in two weeks, I've managed to get to the the most, well, the highest ranked armor you can get. The, so that's that's quite cool. I think. But that we have played it quite excessively as well. Well, it's, and everyone's compu- everyone's contributing to a pot. True. So the, the more difficult to get. Um, on hand, one one person's always got access to something that everyone needs or yes. whatnot, and we sort of yeah. And so, I deleted the teleporter. Yeah, which <laughs> yeah, was that's great. A good that story, was a, chart. That was Would you like to just tell it? No, no, no. I think no. chart should tell us what happened about this this little story. You can't just it's log disgusting. in and delete. It's it disgusting. disgusting. Look, it's disgusting. We learned quite early on that moving a teleporter effectively removes the teleporter from the game, and you have to go and pay for it again. Um, but Dan decided that he would move it from one side of the base to the middle of the base, which means none of us have got the bookmark teleport, so we can't get back to it until we load into the game again. So all our contributions... It's a two weeks' worth of base building, all of the stuff we've saved and dumped in all of the chests... Was all still there! <laughs> it's Everything it's should have been lost. But only it's essentially versions. like him, him and Mr. Lee <laughs> changed the locks. And, you know... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you want to carry a bag with that <laughs> mr lee is one of our tenants he's uh he's quite helpful actually and i think he paid you doesn't he dan for some reason yeah all the tenants they all what pay do? him because everyone pays what's that all about character, so wait mr. a minute casual everyone gets wait paid. a minute that's a little theme going on here <laughs> he gets all the rent he gets all the little like side you know buffs and things like that all the little presents and then he deletes the teleporter so nobody else can get in he builds a sky planet for himself or just what, to hide things in <laughs> you know? all the really young people that are living with us they're all he's in there it's all very mode. suspicious he's, like, yeah. he's wearing a catholic collar I don't know what's going Mate, on it's all casual <laughs> mode I am loving life basically <laughs> <laughs> I keep posting pictures of myself playing on Instagram I'm like you know like, <laughs> yeah yeah you've got this really perfectly contoured colour theme for Instagram yeah what uh, just so people know that the people living in your base is a relatively new thing. I, I, we didn't a year and a half ago when we were playing it in beta, that wasn't possible. You can How make, does that work, and what happens? You buy an item effectively that allows you to establish a colony, uh, and you put it down. It, the colony. What's the has, name of that item? Can anyone remember? Uh, a deed. A deed. Yeah. Okay. A deed, yeah. So you have to put it in a room with under certain stipulations. Exactly right? right. There are certain criteria that room has to fit. A roof. Yeah. 
a roof. It has to have a, a door. Roof, a roof. <laughs> a roof. <laughs> baby a roof. roof. <laughs> <laughs> I thought baby roof. No, anyway, like uh, it's got to have back walls, of course. Remember when uh, you you guys were like, oh yeah, it keeps raining in the house. Like, oh yeah, that was yeah. the back so walls. Back yeah. Right, you hadn't actually finished the house. <laughs> Sorry, amateur. <laughs> we were talking about. We were, talk, we were talking about that. We were. Too, yeah, I know. We were talking. Anyway, about what, how do you get a person? What do they do? So Why it's got to have an item. Of, it's got. It's got to have an item of furniture. <laughs> it's got to have a light source. It's got to have an entry point, and it's got to be a complete like room. So, and then they'll move in effectively, and uh, yeah, I guess pay you rent, right? Yeah, they don't give, they give you some missions as well, don't they? I just find them irritating. They just walk around me and get in my way. But they you get missions, side like, missions. You know, there's this yeah. life going on, existing, and but people in a society irritate you, and you know, you've got to deal Actually, with it. You're right. I just wanted to build a planet just for me on my own. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that can't use the teleporter right and just continually use it, sort of over and over again. I logged in on one like a Monday afternoon or something, long after we'd started having people in our base, AI people in our base, and he just would not. He was a trader. He had things for sale, and he was just using the teleport constantly, right. nonstop. It was very, very irritating. Oh, very irritating. have you seen on the Starbucks Reddit? Maybe you should Reddit, remove it. Someone, yeah, maybe. Someone did all the Overwatch characters. Yeah. Starbound. It looks amazing. Yeah. Like, they got all of them pretty good, apart from Bastion. I think was the only one that didn't quite look quite good. But obviously, yeah, Reinhardt cool. couldn't be sort of the huge size he is either. But now characters like Tracer looked amazing. They yeah, look proper. And Genji as well looks exactly right. I, I thought Farrah was perfect. I thought Farrah was cool. Uh, so. The um, the Overwatch situation since you know good the last segue weeks it's been, <laughs> since the last couple of weeks we we, we podcasted. We were really really passionate about Overwatch four weeks ago in podcast number two. I don't think we've played it quite so much because of Starbound, but there has been some tweaks and things happening. Is, would anyone like to talk about the new character, Anna? I could do it. So <laughs> I, I didn't like her to begin with, I must admit. Okay. I, I, right, She's a grower. She is. She like I thought, what's the point in having a sniper that can't be sort of uh, a, unable to sort of traverse heights effectively? You know, there's no way yeah. that she... Why have a sniper gun that, and you're stuck in alleyways? But then it's sort of... Yeah, she's a bit more sneaky than that. She's... Yeah. She's I, hide I, behind the door kind yeah. of action, isn't she? So. She's a sneaky one. Aren't most people using her without scoping in? Isn't it? That's because I I, that's because yeah. there's a difference when you scope in. It, it there's bullet drop to her her hits, but when you hit, like hip fire, it's it's hit scan, so it just shoots in a straight line. You know, mm-hmm. um, quick scope it. Quick, yeah. No scope. Some of my favourite games with her were wait. I was kind of in the middle of the pack. So it was definitely when... I mean, you guys weren't online. I was just playing with randoms. But they they were randoms that were happening to stay together as a group quite tightly and i wasn't the folk i wasn't a focus fire person from the enemy's point of view because there's no one really had direct line of sight towards me Mm. and i I wasn't at the back so i wasn't really being picked off by like genji who's 
flanking and then just sure. killing everyone at the rear. So I was able to stay in the middle and just give a lot of buffs to everyone. Nice. And I would, you know, that was seems to be for me where she really, you wouldn't want to use her for the headshot sniper role yeah. to take somebody out. Like that's yeah, Widowmaker, Widowmaker, of course. Yeah, she definitely still does that. And I, I played a ton of Widowmaker. If you look at my profile, she's still on my most used character. And I tried to play the way I'd play as Widowmaker with Anna, and it's just impossible. You've got no mobility at all. Sure, you can't I, I can't wear with her. I can't think of Anna's tagline. Well, I can think of other characters. Is it not as good? Mm. Just another character's tagline as an example. Well, the deja vu. That's oh, the I see. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I'm, I'm a, I'm a, like, you know, Bastion. We don't make her always speak French or something, so yeah. One shot, one kill. <laughs> that's yeah. it, so you can remember it, but I yeah. can't remember. Yeah. Is it Anna? You know that's Anna? not French, don't you? No, no, it's close to those French. That's the only English one I'm saying. Je m'appelle David. <laughs> Zinyata got his buff, finally. So yeah, can sort of... I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I've seen him being used football. quite a lot more. They've had, yeah. What's the... These fucking skins and shit. Welcome to the Summer Games. I'm not into all that. I don't like it, personally. I think it's all right. No, I think quite a lot of games are... What's wrong Chuck, with it? Like, chucking in a little bit of Olympic flair. It's nice to sort of try something different. It's not, you know, there are some people in the world that love it. You know, yeah, the, they're the like, open, this is the, the best opening thing. ceremony is in is an it? hour from now when we're recording this. So. Sure, yeah. What, the actual Olympic Games in Rio? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Like, there are people that are well caught up in it, all of, you know, and playing Overwatch, I was going to say Starbound, <laughs> playing Overwatch and seeing that, that's the best thing they've seen for ages, you know, fair play man, like change it up, mix it up, why not? Yeah, you it's don't free. have to wear the skins if you don't want you, to. You don't have to play the games if you don't want to, we can play it <laughs> as, as, exactly as we've always played, it's just a massive, like, extra content. I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the Olympics, out of all the sort of sporting events, if you think about, like, the World Cup and in, with football and the equivalents with rugby and cricket and stuff, I think the Olympics has always had this sort of wholesome appeal that everyone yeah. likes to chip chip in, whether they're an official sponsor or not. You know, it feels like something that everyone does. It's a family event. In. Yeah, even even if it's not as, you know, a as big a draw over the whole course of the Are Russia the in the Olympics, or did they say no a li- a little bit. the drug allocation? Because I always thought, because they've got the Olympics, which is no drugs, I always thought that they should have, like, an Olympics that run alongside it, which was, like, Absolutely. the drug Olympics. So I agree with that. People, I think that's a good idea. Like, yeah. really push people, pump them full of drugs, see how quick they can do the 100 metres then, you know? Like, <laughs> that would be amazing to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, they'd have to sign a disclaimer about the fact if they die later or their penis falls off <laughs> drugs or something. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, Overwatch, just they're not doing a lot of things wrong, are they? I mean, it, little tweaks. Sure. Okay, maybe I don't like the Brazilian-based Olympic skins, but, I mean, they're not actually fucking it up in any way. Not I mean, at all. It's, the, the, it's the base game stuff. remains unchanged. Like They're making can... nice tweaks. Absolutely. Well. And there is yeah. speculation about a new character, you know? Another, okay. Yeah, 
Yeah, Sombra. Like, there's, there's, you must have seen it on Reddit and stuff like that. There's people that have seen these shadows, shadows of another character that aren't there, and sort of like predator, like, uh, especially in the Lucio ball, you know, the the uh, brawl at yep. the moment, above one of the goalposts, I believe. Uh, sorry, I, I haven't one. even played that game. Could you? Could, has well, one of you played it? Could give a brief description of what it's like. And I, I've not played it myself, but I've, my son has, and uh, yeah, it's it's basically Rocket League. You know, as best as can be pr- reproduced in in Overwatch. To is, be perfectly is everybody honest. Lucio? Or can yeah, you yeah, yeah. Okay. No, you, yeah, it's all about Lucio. But obviously, he can wall ride and funk. You know, he's got funky moves, and you know, it's cool. Like, yeah, he loves it. Because of the kind of Brazilian feel, is it? Or no? It is a is it yeah. Brazilian type feel to it that that it's got. That reminds me of like the Hurricanes. Can you remember that cartoon? No, really? yeah. <laughs> we'll put a link to it in the description. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just chat shit and uh... <laughs> just just sing the theme tune to us. See if it. Were the hurricanes? <laughs> it was literally like that. And one guy used to paint shoes on because they weren't. They had to wear. Like, I do remember shoes, the but, but I've just had a massive coffin. I remember this. At the same it. time as uh, biker mice from Mars, that kind of stuff. One yep. of my one of my friend's younger brothers was really massively into the hurricanes, and so the the, the perfect way to wind him up was to just you know with your finger like at first you are you a hurricane you know like. The younger brother thing, you know? Uh, yeah, and it got to the point where all you had to do was just twist your finger in a certain motion and you'd go crazy, man. All because of the Hurricanes cartoon. On Rainbow Six Siege had a DLC called Skull Rain. Char loves Rainbow Six. He dreams about it every night. I you do. Tell us about it. it. Tell us what, what's going on with Rainbow Six. Is it any good yet? Sorry, well, that's, that's a lead. That's a leading question. I didn't mean to do that. Is it? Can yeah, we, is it worth there, are, there are many answers to that question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it it's got to be said that you know this is my game of the year so far, purely on playtime. Um, I, I just love it. I think it's great when you've got um, a squad of three or four, five when you can get it together i think it's a it's a fantastic experience and it never fails to give like a different different sort of feel to each of the the games even though the maps are the, the same every time and all that kind of business so um we are now in season 3 or the pre-season for season 3 um of the four that ubisoft um, set out with uh, on release back in December of last year, um, and this one features the uh, Brazilian um, favelas, which uh, that's a coincidence. It's Brazilian, isn't it? I, the Olympics are in Brazil. I, you know, I think it would be great if that was planned that way. But given the way that this game has been developed and the updates and all that, I, I can't help but think that it's just a happy coincidence and nothing more. That you know, okay. I don't think they planned this. <laughs> but in, in effect, we've got um, we've got a new map, favela, which is in favela. Favela. Um, favela, which is you know, it's 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 definitely a tricky 
tricky map to get used to. It's one that I'm desperate to get into a couple of custom games and just spend a bit of time going around because there's a lot of rooms and from the inside there's there's very little acknowledgement of where people are likely to be coming from the outside. So with Rainbow Six you've got a lot of elevation changes. Um, there's, I think, three floors, three main floors. There's lots the of destructibility. There's lots of destructibility and there's things like repelling. So you've got, you've got to watch out for wind you've got to watch out for any uh, walls on which this this particular map there's there's a lot of external walls that can be blown straight through um, so you're very vulnerable uh, you feel like the the rooms that you're defending need you know somewhere in the region of 10 or 12 players to be able to properly barricade the place up but you've only got five and you've only got you know, a couple of minutes before the match gets started. In that case, looks so. like a, a cool part of the game to sort of like set up beforehand. That, it's know. very good. Yeah, it's really fun. I mean, this 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 map is it, it feels at the moment it it just feels horrible for the defenders because you just feel. I would say it's like an advanced map, everywhere. isn't it? it yeah. You can say, you, this is the kind of map you bring out once the game's been out a while, and you've got yeah. a good group of experienced players that are going to appreciate uh, a map that really turns the current gameplay model on its head. And it's yeah. that map. And that's about right for the third quarter. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, definitely. It feels really good. Um, so looking forward to getting a bit more used to that. Feels very close quarters, so I expect a lot of shotguns to be used there and all that kind of stuff. Um, There's a lot of skulls in the, in the artwork for this um latest release and I, I feel an awful lot like they stole them from Modern Warfare th- um three. Because you remember they did the elite thing on modern yep. warfare which is all skull based and uh, with all of their logos and i feel there's a lot of skulls in this that really steal some of that um sort of style of of that modern warfare which is the first time i've seen them kind of copy anyone quite like they have here um, yeah i can i, I can see that i mean it's 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 probably one of those reoccurring themes, isn't it, yeah, from a visual point of view? Well, skulls of games that, yeah. Yeah. Should we talk about the two new operators and what operators are? Yeah, so uh, we've we've got two new operators to add to our roster of somewhere in the region of... Uh, oh, use of the word roster. roster. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, the fat controller. We, yeah, we've got um, we've got a new attacker and a new defender. So uh, in Rainbow Six, unlike games like um, Overwatch, you have specific operators for each of the the sides. So the defenders are only used for defense. The attackers are only for attacking. Their special abilities are obviously catering towards whatever their um, current task is. Um, so the two new operators we've got we've got the defender who is uh, a lady. And she's uh, she's got a skull painted quite quickly, I think, on on her face. There's a lot of smudging going on. Um, Cavera, her <laughs> name is, and she's uh, she's quite she's quite different to uh, the rest of the guys that we've got. She's uh, very stealthy. She's got an ability whereby she makes uh, far less noise than um, any of the other operators would when she's moving around. Noise is quite. Is that because of her small game. feet? Maybe, yeah. Maybe she's not even got any feet. Do so she, like, I've, not, do, I've not looked down. Do both teams need to have like fulfil a certain role? You know, like do they ha- each roster for each team have to be specific characters? Like, I'll oh, I'll be this character now. If or... you're a good team, you might do that. You might discuss ahead of time, saying, "Oh, we want to make sure we've got an X 
style character in our in so our could, roster. Could you all be one character? Roster, roster, roster. No. Yeah, no, no, only one one of each character on each team. So there's no, time. you can't hide no around the corner yeah. as Winston and then dive on your enemy. <laughs> no. <laughs> right, okay, right. Cool. So, uh, so at times like this, when we've got new customers out, there's the inevitable race at the start of a round where people are jumping on the new characters to right. give them a try because only one of you can do it. Um, which is another advantage to going in with a team of five. You can take it turns. You know, people will declare their uh, love or not for, for the new characters and stuff. Yeah, and uh, I, I would like to way. mention the speed and armor of these new characters. I thought that was quite interesting. I mean, I played quite a lot of this game as well on Xbox One, and um, you tend to find that the lightweight, low armor characters are avoided a lot of the time, but. Both of these new characters are lightweight, low armor, high speed mobility builds, which I thought was unusual for them to really throw that in um, to the mix. Yeah, well, I think whenever they put new characters into games like this, there's there's always that new mechanic that everyone else has got to adjust to. So uh, Capito, who is the attacker, he's got... Um, a crossbow that can launch um, a range of uh, darts that do sort of micro grenade type damage. So you've got an incendiary. It's uh, damage over time as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think there's a smoke and a, and a poison. So they, they're quite sort of quick releases of deterrence. So, yeah. He can block doorways. He can block corridors up quite quickly. It really puts people off because they've not yet worked out whether can i run through this thing and get out the other side and will it be okay and you know we, we might be on new map as well so i don't know if there's another door down that corridor so it all changes things up and we found with the previous two releases of dlc so with the with the 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 four characters that we desert had there dust storm or something whatever it was yeah there was the desert storm and then the uh the ice one um yeah. and we've we we tend to have like a settle down period where these characters get used an awful lot. Everyone, every single game features them, and then we we start to get used to what they're good at and what we can do to avoid their attacks and stuff. And things settle down again, and they become you know a a, a wholehearted part of the roster again. That word. Um, so yeah, so there'll be a, a little bit of a settle down period. They seem really good at the moment. You've got um, Kavera's special ability we've not mentioned. She can actually um, use a pistol to down but not out um, the uh, opposing team members and go up and interrogate them to find the location in real time of the rest of their team. And I think it reveals their, their locations for about 10, 15 seconds or something like that. So if you act on that really quickly, you know, it's quite invaluable information. So that's quite cool as well. Um, is that as like well a as, sort of radar? You would see that on your radar or, I mean... Um, yeah, well, on your screen, on your hood. So as you look around the map, you'd get like a little blip to show that sure. so-and-so player is over in that general direction. There's no... There's, there is a sort of a subtle sense of distance, but there's nothing defined as, as, as per a radar would be. Sure. They're just in that direction. So That's cool. Um, but it does work quite well, although it is quite tricky to get your opponents into a position where you feel safe enough to approach them right. through a little cut, cut um, mechanic, like a hot fix mechanic, um, before you get that revealed and stuff. So, 
Um, and as, as per, it would go, it go on, guys, go, go for it. And as per the the trend with these season updates, there's been a lot of other um, balancing updates and uh, general fixes and, and improvements that Ubisoft have made to the game. Um, it's it's quite it's quite refreshing to see these guys put in so much effort into the game. These are effectively free season um, DLC. You could, you could buy the season pass, and if and all that gets you effectively is uh, a week's worth of uh, early access to the characters. Um, everyone else gets the opportunity to buy them with in-game currency. Yeah, they're quite expensive, so you might pay a, pay a little bit for a microtransaction or something to speed that up. But um, you know, effectively, these are free um, DLCs that they've they you can grind and you've got buy them. Yep. Nice. We've got one one more coming a little bit later in the year, but you know, a bunch of uh, game updates to it, a bit of game balancing, some changes to other operators and their skills and 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 what have you. Um, a little bit more work on the anti cheat stuff. They've added a new um, a new sort of software solution in called Battle Eye to go with the fair fight that they were using. There's quite a bit of hacking going on, I think, on the PC. Battle Eye used yeah armor. Armour uses Armour it. use it. Yeah. Right, okay. Pretty well. Um, I've always been quite impressed never, by it. Never, I've never seen too many problems with it. Nope. Yeah, it's been pretty good. Yes. Yeah, I suppose so it'll be good if that works. Yeah, I, I worry about the player base for this game. I don't know how many people are actively playing it. Yeah. It seems like it takes too long to find a match. Yep. And that's one of the symptoms of a low player base. I was going to ask um, about pickup groups. Like, how easy is it for me, who's never played the game, to purchase it and sort of just sort of, you know, jump into a map with loads of people? And like, it sounds very. I, I like, was, it's, in-game it, voice is always, it, of course, like good. comms yeah. required. But it's, even if I have my comms, like, is it is it too far gone now for new players to bother? No, no, no. They've they've just done um, a free weekend, I think, on Xbox, and it's been in a couple of sales, Steam and and on Xbox as well, and. I, I, I assume on PlayStation as well. It's usually a publisher thing at that level, right? Um, and so there's, there's definitely quite a, a big bunch of low levels popping up in games at the moment. So we're seeing them coming through. Um, but I would, I mean, the first thing I would say to anyone looking into the game is to get on the Reddit and sure. start looking around there. Um, you know, even if you're just reading things, but sure. there's quite a lot of threads for um, joining groups together and things like that. It's, it, it is much better if you can get a couple of friends at least. The, the tipping point seems to be three people. Right, that you're sort of queuing up with. You can you can cope with a couple of randoms on your team because you know you you'll sort of carry. As long as you've got the yeah operation. yeah. Um, but yeah, the 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 magic really happens when all five of you are going into an operation and you you all know what each of you are good at. And I think that's the can really sort of that's the like the thing with any game though. In that if you've got like a full squad and you're all on comms and you all play regularly, of course, yeah. You're gonna Abs- yeah, absolutely. You're gonna dominate or not, it, or you're gonna go. At the same time, it's even more devastating when you get raped when you think you're really good. Well, if you're you... all together and you're all on comms and you got a strategy, it just you just get bummed anyway. That's you know, but that's like it is with any. You learn off those experiences. Exactly right. Yeah, which is quite cool. I mean, I think looking at what you might pay for the game now, which is going to be twenty quid probably, um, or maybe less, but about twenty quid what you're getting now is what it should have been at, at release personally 
you know, if it, what you'd expect to see with any launch FPS game is 12 maps, 10 to 12 maps. And, you know, we didn't have that. Now with these extra three that have been added, it's it's about the right mix of maps. And with all of the fixes, I mean, the list of fixes is it's several pages. To does, it, through the list does it have a campaign? or No. No, it's a multiplayer no. only. There's, there's um, a series of about a dozen short operations which are basically uh, training missions yeah they're they're training missions that they're slightly sort of scripted versions of of, uh, the terrorist hunt um, which is against the AI so you can go in with your squad of up to five people and and, and play a few rounds against AI which is it's it's something that I expected to play a lot more of but I've just been sucked into the... I, I paid full price for this game. I got it, you know, in advance. I got the season pass and everything. I was one of those mugs. But you look at it now and you look at what you're getting for your money with all the fixes and all the weapons that are working correctly and, you know, you can't predict, you know, how they're different, like... Um, uh, if, if you're trying to be defensive and you're putting up traps in the early part of the game, people would know exactly where those traps were going to be, and there was able ways to mitigate those traps, and there was ways to put some of those traps down so you wouldn't see them. So you just blow up, and you don't even know why you've blown up, and all of that's gone now. The game it's kind of got to a place where it feels it feels worth an, an investment, and I think that's probably the most important thing for our listeners to understand uh, yeah. is, is is that really? I'd say I know that it's a new DLC and it's exciting, and if you if you been playing the game it gets you back on and we had a really close-knit group of about seven or eight that would always log in every night and play some rainbow six and that that definitely dissipated in the last few months didn't it you know the game wasn't holding people as somebody who's never played it like uh i feel one of the most attractive features is like the the fact that you can grind and like buy stuff from the store without actually having to pay anything extra, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. On I mean, the PC. I think that's really cool. Like that as well. I know yeah. they're probably almost impossible to obtain. Like, you could probably buy one thing a month or something. But one still, thing a month, yeah. It, that's probably you, you know, it's, it's down to you. If you put, if you want to put in the hours, you can, yeah. you can grind and yeah. do it. And that, I think that's cool. That is a good option. I think all games should have that. For sure, absolutely. Yeah. On the PC, there's even a uh, a starter version, which um, gets you, uh, for quite a bit cheaper than the, the full price version, it gets you a, a copy of the game that is effectively the full thing. You get two operators, I think, um, at the very start to get you going. Um, but the, from that point on, all of your operator costs are you know three or four times as much as they would be in the full price game in terms of in-game currency. So it's going to take you longer to do the grind, but you've paid less sure. physical cash up from, to get it. So yeah, that's, yeah, that that's a cool... Things like that, I think, are cool. Like, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're strapped for cash, but you're willing to put in the hours, then boom, why not? Okay. Tell us about Everspace. It's, it's kind of like an arcade space shooter, and it's quite linear. So you've got... It, where most sort of space games at the moment are all like big and epic and you can go anywhere and do anything like it within the game but this is quite linear so you're quite focused on the direction that you have to go in and you, you get different stages that you have to play through different routes that you can go on and you can go off on one route and you can kind of skip through them quite quickly but if you do that then you're going to be kind of 
held up because on the way you have to kind of mine a little bit of this, upgrade your tech, get more fuel, upgrade your guns as you play along. So you have to kind of, you, you get into a zonal area, you can skip through that zone if you want to, or you can kind of do a little scan, find out what's there. There might be a few rogue pirates or something that you can mine or like a hauler ship that you can attack build up the tech and then when you feel comfortable enough you can move on into the next zone and when you die you have to go right back to the start again but the, as however well you did within that area you get to sort of like add a little bit of tech to your ship uh, perks i think they call it so you add a few perks so that the next playthrough you do you can get a little bit further and then a little bit further in the next time so it can kind of get a bit repetitive playing through the same areas but it's quite good because you kind of think well i know i'm going to skip this area because I'll, I'll collect a bit more in the next area and as you go on and the kind of flight is quite nice and it feel, it's really easy to play like a kind of arcade game. Like what's the original Atari kind of um, space game where you've got like the the enemies above you and you're just moving left and right and shooting upwards, basically. Like you could, could kind of compare it to oh, okay. that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so is it, is it close to Star Fox? Um, you know, in... that kind of... It's it's got a kind You're of behind a little... it, aren't you? Is it third person ship view? So you can jump from third person to first person as you want, what basically. You what did you use more? Um, probably first person, sat inside, because okay. you can be a little bit more accurate with it as as you play through. Okay. Oh, it was it's in beta release. How did you get your key? I um I backed it when it first came out. Um, on okay. Kickstarter ages ago, and yeah, <laughs> I thought <laughs> I, it was it was quite good when it came out because I just suddenly got an email saying, "Oh yeah, here's your code for this. You can go and play on it." And I was like, "Oh cool!" Like it's it's great when you do that when you back a game, you forget about it, and then you get an email to say, "Oh, you can play it now." But it's not finished yet, and you can tell that it's not it's not quite finished they've still got still quite really a bit of work early days to. yeah but it's it's not a kind of game where you can invest a lot of playtime in like to build up your character and yeah 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 you go back it's kind of a one hit kill so you can have a little play on it you die and then you go oh. but then the next time it's more arcadey okay that's cool yeah the next time you play a run through on it you'll be slightly better or you have a few more perks to help you get through the next few zones as it were no kind of multiplayer -y stuff no kind of like no i'm building up over time a certain legacy of a character or anything like that no it's just sort of no it's not yeah. like eve in any way or anything like that no. no no it's jump on have a have a little blip on it and then uh jump off again did it look good they're, they're claiming triple a visuals you know and is it does it feel like that no nah, i wouldn't i wouldn't chuck triple a at it at all i think i think they did really well off of the kickstarter because of the way that it initially looked and people obviously Wait, thought what, wow what time and frame it, were we on when did you back it um it was probably about a year ago now i would have thought and so it's still you know star citizen still fresh in people's minds and no man's sky probably came out as uh you know starting its development or hit the e3 and people were really into the space game so they hit that kind of market quite well 
which is why you know yeah. a, a lot of people backed it initially but it's it was, it's definitely was not a space AAA. game hype about a year ago wasn't there it was definitely yeah. space games were so excited yeah and then but it's good fun no and Sky, for the so, yeah. for the 15 quid that i put in for the the beta or you know to get beta access you could pay a lot more and get the alpha access which people have yeah. been playing for quite a few more months but so maybe scratch that itch you've got until star citizen comes out you know, with a little bit of this, maybe. That That's can... never coming out. Yeah, I, ah, I, go, no, I no. go up and down with Star Citizen all the time. I know, I shouldn't have brought it up. Yeah. There was some nice stuff released uh, recently that looked, uh, yeah. Yeah, looked it's looking good. It's, it's getting there. It's just it's taking so nice time. To sort of not worry about it. We've got so many other games that we play that we don't have to worry about Star Citizen because, you know, it will be awesome, man. It will be. Hey, look, it, it was so at the front of my mind for but, at least six months, and I was so super passionate about it. We even talked about launching sure. a podcast and, and a website all dedicated to just this one game. But then, mm. yeah, I'm glad we didn't do that in the end now, looking back. I mean, it, it was so far off. It will get And there. I blame Eric Wingman Peterson for that because he got me all excited. <laughs> the hype train. You were well, up, it, well, up was front like, and centre. <laughs> pull it. I know. Can I pull the can I pull the toot toot, please? <laughs> thanks thanks for even the, even space. he got pissed off of it and left. No, oh, we yeah, did, yeah. We've, yeah. we've talked about this, guys. Come on. Like, it's, like I was saying, it's nice that we, we're all aboard. It's cool. Everything's ready. All we've got to do is be able to connect and play, right? So let's just put it, you know, let it do a thing. So, got so one, many other games. One giant gaming franchise, you know, um, I don't know what it is, you know, Space. Space. That's one big, yeah. Spaceships and space. It's a giant. It's a giant gaming, not a franchise. What is it? It's a gaming um, platform. Genre. Genre. To to let's just pivot like to zombies. different. To zombies. zombies. Zombies are just like yeah. space, aren't they? They're just, right. It's like another massive gaming genre. It's and one of those things that you can sit in the pub and speculate with your mates about. You know? It's zombie like, apocalypse. What, what oh, would happen? I love if, talking if, about zombie apocalypse. Right. Yeah. And you, you, you always had your, you know, master plan. You know, oh, I'd go to this shop. And your mate would be like, nah, you, I wouldn't go to that shop because... Forks. It, it, I right. would grab forks. You, you'd be forking forks. mental. Okay. Okay. Forks, you forks, plastic forks, forks, metal forks. Yes. Okay. So, any of them, all of them. Pro- all Project Zomboid. Yeah, Project Zomboid. So, Project Zomboid is where you and your mates can actually enact those, like you know, those those conversations. You can. It, it's the. It's like. It doesn't look. How the best. does it start? What what, right. what happens at the beginning? The the devs make it absolutely apparent in the intro that you're going to die. It it literally says this is the tale of how you died, and then it starts. And you're you're in a house. You're you know with a fridge and all this crap, and there's fucking zombies. It's got a fridge. Yeah, you've got a fridge. Nice. Not starbound fridges. (laughs) I'm talking like. Can Can you take the back off the fridge? You get to the compressor and stuff. No. No. No, okay. Oh, I've been looking for a quite... game oh, where right. I can get to the compressor because that's <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. How serious? Try and understand yeah. how because it's a survival right. game, right? So you got so because you, you could use the compressor like glass, as some though. sort of underwater breathing device. No, no, but you might need to create some <laughs> some system for pumping fresh water. I don't know. 
Well, you can. What you can do is you can uh, you can set up little uh, rain capturing devices that will run off into you know uh, the bottles and crap like that. So you can no because any so when, you, when you the first start, into well, the compressor, it, it all depends. <laughs> it all depends how I'm you set the map up. Word. It all depends how you set the map up, but like the water and the electricity will cut off after a certain period of time. Of course, like once everyone at the water station is on the fight, you never know when it's going to happen either. It could be day one or it could be like day 25, but it will happen. And you have to make sure that you're ready for when that happens. Like you go raiding houses and stuff in the fridge. There might be some nice cheese. Be a compressor in the back. There's some, you know, that's good for a couple of days, but it, you know, once the power cuts off, all the cheese, all the, it goes you know, soft, doesn't it? It, well, it goes rotten. It goes mon- monkey. Monkey, covered with crap like you. So, it, you so know. You, there you are. You're in a house. You're a normal individual on a normal day. Well, you, you, you kind of, you know, you, you could make be a, a sandwich, and then you hear something on Radio Four. No, no. Says, no. I, like, no I like the story that you were telling me the other day about how your arm got cut up. Well, <laughs> it reminded me of the stuff that we mentioned in the last podcast sure. about how like computer games is like you know this epic story and then when you talk about it you're like it explaining more, all this stuff yeah. that's happened and that so we found a medical center and it was obviously a good idea to go to the medical center because you've got like adhesive bandages and actual bandages not just ripped crap that you found like sometimes we were having to pull the jerseys off of dead zombies and tearing them up into strips and like using them on our wounds which was really bad so get we get to, to get to the medical center and I'm like right so the window's already smashed, so I climb through it, and as I'm climbing through, I just gash my arms horribly on all the broken glass in the window frame, and like, I've got bits of glass in my arms now. So we're in a medical centre, and I'm worse off than I was before I got into it. Uh, and <laughs> I had to find tweezers to pull all these shards of glass that are stuck into my arm, and then I had to find, like, disinfectant to, you know, because it's manky out there, man. There's zombies everywhere. Scratching you up and uh, yeah. yeah. See, that sounds epic. And you were, you were saying really about good. how like yeah. other people around you were dying, but oh yeah, and you're surviving <laughs> somehow. Like, like. Right. So uh, me and me and Igzy all were running like somewhere, and we both got boxed up a bit by some zombies. We managed to cane them, but uh, we both got scratched, and uh, it was the first actual wound that we'd taken. <laughs> and we're like shit so we wrapped ourselves up in all the bandages and stuff but after about sort of an hour of game but not gameplay but like in game time those bandages because they're, they're not bandages they're just ripped pieces of cloth you know they start to get all nasty and then we both got infected because of these wounds and they weren't healing like we could eat food and keep our health up but we weren't healing because we needed to get to a medical center Need some orange juice. Can you build anything? Huh? Can you create? Can you yeah, create yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. Like yeah, for sure. Like before you even start, you have to make your character, and you get choices of different traits and random stuff. So you can be morbidly obese if you want to. You can choose that as like a negative trait, and it will give you. Will you get? Will you 20... last longer from a hunger point of view? But no, and you can't be pushed on your side oh, okay. and rolled either, like, which <laughs> okay. would be pretty cool, man. I'd cover. Yeah, it would. Like get through these zombies. Cover- Cover him in barbed wire and just roll him in there, man. 
uh, that's really bad, and I don't advise that in Condone a zombie apocalypse. Rolling zombies. No, right. No. Uh, but you can choose to do that if you want to, or you can choose to be like a heavy sleeper and like sort of minor negative traits. And what what it does, the point the point of giving yourself negative traits is it gen- like gives you points to spend on positive traits like resilience. You know, so you're less likely to get infected by you know zombie bites and things like that you know and you can be you know super strong and all this sort of shit but you have to you have to offset it with some negative traits so i always pick things like clumsy so i make more noise when i'm moving around and but you know it allowed it goes on and on and on man it's really cool i like that and it's only a tenner pick it up honestly or whack it in your wish list and get it on a sale It's, it's well worth it what kind of zombies are we dealing with? Are they That's up to you. There is li- there oh, okay. is literally a setting that uh, says proper zombies, which is some are rotten and nasty, you know, like some of them can sort of lunge towards you and some of them can run some not running like full pelt, but if you're walking along a street and there's there's a zombie near you, uh you can kind of stealth it around them. It, it's all about line of sight, but it's also about like how they can hear you. Like I said, I was a clumsy character, so zombies would always pick up on me if I was trying to sneak up behind them. Uh, and they can lunge. They can, even if you beat them down, they can like they can start crawling and bite you up, man. It's mental. It's cool. I can see, I can see Dave playing it, just really picking good. up compressors and just chucking it at the zombie. Right, one thing. Yeah, man. Like, I painted this massive and amazing picture of it in people's minds, but it's like isometric. It looks like uh, XCOM on the PS1. Like it's Rimworld, really, kind of. It's, it's really sort of Story. basic. Well, no, it's nicely animated things. Like, your sprite is really nicely done and all that. But, yeah, it... It is an isometric. We'll put a link in the description. Yeah, go and it check out. it out. It's, a, it's good for an early access title. Is <laughs> it's what we're brilliant. Saying. It's not I unplayable. That's really cool. Mm. So we're in the middle middle of the year. It's August. It's the summertime. Kids are on their holidays, and it's all part of the build-up now to season, right? What this little collection of old gamers that we got together tonight what are you looking forward to coming out the back end of summer hitting the season what is making you drool what is making you save your pennies what you know what in the gaming world are you really excited for Shenmue sorry Shenmue what did you say Shenmue Shenmue Shenmue. (laughs) I didn't hear what you said (laughs) tell us what is that a joke or what Oh, I just can't wait for it to to come round. It's going to be so exciting. What the Dreamcast? Okay. <laughs> the Sega Saturn. I'm not actually looking forward to anything. Like I've got money set by for thing. Like I reckon. You said you were going to get No Man's Sky. With your... I might not though. I don't know. Always oh, changing his mind. Well, I don't know. Convince me. It's a, it's a single player element to it. You off or does the. I don't know. What, what I find I find you... myself putting people off the game more than on it because the, I think there's so much hype around it that I, people not, are expecting so hype. much it's, more than it's going to be. I feel it, I despite it having all the diversity it does, I still think when it comes to, like, billions of stars, there can't be that many variables in, like, the uniqueness of every single creature that you meet, and it will become... 
like Elite Dangerous, it's just another universe. It's, uh, sorry, it's just another star system. You know what I mean? I was reading an article. Yeah. I think it took someone 30 hours to get to the sort of center of the galaxy, which is the kind of... Not is, the completion mode, but, you know, it's the kind of... Is of there, the is there like a plot? Is, is there a sort of campaign, for mm. want of a better description? Shrouded with mystery. That mm. You know, they're saying that maybe journeying to the center of the universe is one goal you could set yourself. And that is that is one way the game could be considered to be completed, but there are other things that would be revealed. Like, for example, why are there these giant obelisk structures, sure. you know, around on these planets when you go and find them? So there's obviously a higher intelligence that's that's been there before you, and discovering what that storyline's all about has been kept very secret from the sure. press. That's kind of cool. So you know, we don't we don't really know that side of the storyline, and the thirty hour gameplay. But it was a big sun-style headline that was in this week's... Right, like man know, masticates uh, in restaurant. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's been pretty heavily poo-pooed recently because they're saying it depends on how you want to look at the game. And I, I, I don't know whether or not... Even the validity of a game having 30 hours of gameplay... Well, that's a long time anyway. I mean, that's... There's plenty, obviously, 30 hours. Is is that worth my money? I don't know what people expect these days. A pound per gigabyte. I don't know. <laughs> How does it work? Um, but, yeah. Don't download the 4K textures, then. Oh, my God, yeah. It's going to erode your value for money element. But, yeah, that's the really near future. Though. That's happening in seven days or something, isn't it, on PC? So that's that's really close. Anything on the further horizons? Like you know, dis- more distant games coming out for season. And about Wildlands, is anyone looking forward to that? It's a big Ubisoft Ghost Recon style title. Is that something yeah, absolutely. excited about? I think that's yeah for me. That's probably think, top of my list. It's a little bit of a way away though, isn't it? I think we're looking into next year, aren't we? Don't know. Yeah, we won't see it for this season. No, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've got a bunch of games that I'm hoping will do well. Um, I'm. I'm very much against the idea of like pre-ordering games, generally speaking. Anyway, so what about uh, early access games like Project Zomboid? Yeah, yeah, I don't mind them as much. I mean, it's you know, I I suppose you could go back to something like Minecraft and say that you know that that was the the first of those. And yeah, I think if 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 you can get get something to play, that that's great. I mean, my main sort of uh, uh, issue with pre-ordering is I I want people to have real opinions about something of a of a of a playable product before you know i i start to sort of put money down and i think if you look at something like um we happy few, few which has just uh, released a, an early access game i think there's a, there's a bit of an outcry at the moment that 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 went from seemingly being quite a story driven game from the trailers and the and the media that we've seen at the past couple of E3s, yeah, and then like um, a survivalist to, thing at the yeah, end, to coming out of like as some sort of survival game, which you know is is all fine, and you know there's there's plenty of room for those games, but it's all of a sudden it's quite a different game, and and there's, there seems to be quite a, a bit of negative reaction to that 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 almost reveal, if you like. Um, so certainly, I mean, No Man's Sky falls into that. 
I'm not sure I've got enough detail, concrete or otherwise, as to what that game is and what I can do in it. So let's wait and see what what happens. Um, but things like Titanfall 2 and Gears of War 4 and even Watch Dogs 2, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm quite excited by the concepts of those games and whether the developers are going to be able to take them on from what the, 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 the previous versions of those games were and, you know, make them better products because, you know, they've all got something about them that, that makes me get quite excited about playing them. It's but good stuff, but you don't wait more wait of until the same. Sort of. uh, see how they, they go. I'll always, and, I'll uh, always play what you lot play. Sneaky. Well, yeah, there is always that, isn't there? There's what's the community into. Yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. Like if everyone picks up Titanfall 2 and we all get into it, then sure. we're all going to enjoy it at, you know, at the same time and, and have fun with that. But like if Titanfall one of us gets no it or if I own. just get it and no one else yeah. has got it, then I'll, I'll play it for a few hours and then try and persuade other That's people it. to get it and play it with me. And if no one does, then it kind of gets dropped. We were talking about and... this earlier, actually, before we all kicked off. And it was um, about Overwatch and how it came. Like, I don't want to go and talk about Overwatch, but it's the concept of it's how a game can me, though. basically come out of nowhere. And because you guys yeah. were having so much fun with it, I was like, fuck it, I'll get it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then, like, yeah. suddenly I'm like, wow, this is amazing. I didn't know that it existed until you... Well, yeah, I knew it existed, but you and someone saying they can just yeah. pop up and you're asking about what we're looking for forward to and not a lot mate personally but those games can just come out of nowhere and they will just sort yeah, of yeah it's worth mentioning you know, that sort of, i wow. too wasn't expecting to play overwatch at all as I mean, much as it was in did. my it was it was out there and i heard about it and you know it, obviously you you look forward to sort of seeing some some of the fallout for a game like that what like what do people say and i was more excited about the other one that came out um from the guys from borderlands and i got we on board with that and, sorry we said that same thing last time we called it the other one <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I was more excited about Battleborn, that. and then Battleborn. <laughs> but it, suddenly, this thing comes out of left field, which you're not expecting. But you would like to think that in today's massive gaming industry, that's worth billions of pounds, we would have a few titles that we're looking forward to. Yeah, but I'm I'm a casual a consumer. I'm not uh, I'm not a uh, like a critic or in the games industry so i'm not going to pick games up to play them to to find out their different aspects and from what company made them and stuff and it's just when games drift in and drift out is how i how i pick them i think it's not like i get excited over certain things and it's when other people start talking about it, like right back when star uh star citizen came out everyone was like whoa look at the graphics i've got a pc i can play this game it's gonna be amazing and everyone got on the hype train for a little bit and then it fades away again and then you think about something else but i haven't got the time to sit there and play games for hours every day i feel i feel like rinse through them all you guys your opinion like as friends uh as well as you know the community Mm. we've got your your opinions are more they hold more gravitas than any sort of I don't know. Yeah, I'd listen to you over I don't Anyone. know, a biscuit or something, you know, like for sure. For me, like it's quite it... a telling it's quite a telling thing that DL you know, it's like um, Call of Duty aren't featuring anymore in our you know the, the Call of Duty franchise has been some again sun style headlines in the press of late. Is Call of Duty dead or dying? You know, Battlefield One. None of us have said that 
you know, surely that would have been any battlefield Ooh, game I would have been. We're not into that, are we? Like, I did. I, I wanted to say this. The, I wanted to say this at the beginning, but I've kind of yeah, let it detract. But China Rising, the DLC, is actually free on uh, on Origin if you own Battlefield Four at the moment. Until well, the that's 9th a nice of DLC. I've got it. It's it, really yeah, good to it, recommend. Like, it. I got it with the the package that I bought. I guess yeah, in the beginning, too. but it's massively. You know, I would say it's 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 required. Battlefield's very good at, at taking a lot of YouTubers off to an event and getting them more hyped for it to rowl up the interest in it and everything. And they do that very well, <laughs> don't they? the hype machine. Yeah. yeah, they do that very well. I'm not interested in Battlefield until it becomes Battlefield 2143... Or, Specifically, you know, if it was 44, you wouldn't buy it. No, because that's too far ahead <laughs> in the future. You know, that's when it you know, starts getting weird. I, I'm quite hyped for For Honor, if you guys have seen that, which is a... It's, I think we talked about it before, but it's a medieval sword fighting. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, that's, again, not this year, though. Same as Wildlands. and yeah, I don't think I've got anything this year that I'm looking forward to. I will play... Gears of War 4 because I've played all the other Gears of War and I'm looking forward to seeing what the new Broken Away studio can do with with the franchise. Titanfall was a fantastic game I, before. Let me intersect just, just for a second. Really quick. If I may. Like yeah, this little this the fact that we're not looking forward to anything necessarily. Of of, of course, No Man's Sky. I yeah, it does have a yeah, but that's right on the cusp. But it it's gives a us a chance in a multiplayer sort of, world. There's so many games yeah. that we own that like we we haven't really necessarily explored massively. It Agreed. gives us an opportunity yeah. to sort of go back to our libraries and go. Oh, actually, you know, I do own fucking almost 250 games or yeah. plus. You know, I need to spend some time on some of yeah. this. Let's go and have a yeah, rust night and play that yeah, for an hour we, or two. Exactly like right. That. We like don't that. have to sort of adhere to the bleeding edge always. Yeah, you know, agreed. it's not like ne- ne- next consume, consume. Just yeah. Do you yeah. think? That, do you think that people gamers, if you count yourself as a gamer feel obliged to keep up to date with it all and to keep playing all the yeah. new games and absolutely because they get swept up in social media and it becomes like this huge thing where it's you know like the whole rocket league for instance you know suddenly rocket league and then it, that's all it is is everyone's talking about rocket league it's on every single you know social media everyone Every, has you know, to get it if you don't you, have it you know yeah. oh what like pokemon go like let's be honest you know it swept people up like massively and if you you know i hmm. deleted pokemon go oh. from my phone oh. it's gone how you know how dare you what what happened yeah. um i just didn't play it weedles get into it yeah just don't know it didn't feel like much of a, a game i, I do catch them all drastically wrong you or anything <clears throat> I, I, I do geocaching do you know what geocaching is i play i do i play it i don't know if you play that but i'm into that and like because I, tra- I travel a lot so it's quite fun to go and do that when you want to break and stuff but I, i'd rather do that where you can find something cool, actually find something rather than just sort of yeah. play. And I don't know, it's, I feel embarrassed to walk around with my phone playing a game out in public and people are, I feel concerned now when I'm walking along looking at my phone, looking at like Messenger or you lot chatting or something. I think, and, and, and like you can see people looking at you going, is he playing Pokemon? No, I'm like, playing fucking Pokemon. not playing Pokemon. No, <laughs> I'm just checking my mails or something, you know? <laughs> 
I saw a couple in Birmingham today that had matching uh, his and hers Pokemon hats. Uh-huh. They were out fetching today with the sh- shadow silhouettes on the front with their um, nice. applicable, you know, Squirtle shadow or whatever it was, Charmander images on the front. It's, yeah, it's lost, really I must admit, it's lost its pizzazz for me. If if my route to work was really, you know, liberal with the Pokemons, then I'd probably play it. <laughs> rich and more, rich but, and plentiful. Yeah, the at the moment, when I walk to work, it's literally like the barren, you know, there is nothing there. You might get an odd Weedle or uh, whatever. Yeah, it's like yeah. where I live. There's Just, nothing here. No. Sorry. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. It's funny how the, the gaming industry <laughs> has these cycles, and I don't know whether it's because of our age and, and the number of games that we play these days and, and where, the perspective we have. But um, it does feel different this year compared to other, you know, seasons. There's no no major <clears throat> thing that's going to, like, cause It's going to have ruckus. to be some serious shit next year. Yeah. I think there's a there's a big skew towards like indie titles and, and and things at the moment. You know, you've got people like Microsoft that are quite heavily featuring uh, um, early access and things like that on even Xbox One, which is you know quite unusual for a console. Seven Days to Die, and, wasn't it? Came out. Yeah, yeah. and I think you know I, th- I think inevitably going down that angle, we we're going to get a lot more releases, but. You know, there'll be a lot of misses in in that pile because you know there's just more people trying things. But you know, we, we're going to get we're going to absolutely get a couple of things that hit us from left field before the end of this year that we're going to pick up. And you know, you know what? It's this has been out for six weeks or whatever, and I've not heard anything of it, but it was on a sale. I picked yeah. it up, and it's amazing. Uh, and bang, yeah, you know, exactly, yeah. And well, we'll try and great. keep abreast of that. And as those things bang and they really hit off, maybe we'll be able to make a video about it, post it on mm. our YouTube or, sure. or whatever, and and like yeah, and of course like momentum as a as a community. As listeners, if you've got any suggestions, like smack them in the comments, and we'll you know yeah definitely we'll pick them up for sure. Yes. Not not transistor, please. Not transistor. No. <laughs> if you can pick up a fridge, yes. that's no, not a problem. We don't want to talk about transistor. No. Um, yeah, it, we're pretty much nearly done. I'd like to quickly mention Altland because we've been doing quite a bit of um, chatting and discussing and planning around that in the recent week. And there's plotting. Plotting. I like plotting. Plotting. Yeah, that would be a good word to describe. <laughs> so we've been doing quite a bit of that. So watch this space on, on that front. We're going to be adding some new features to the way that we manage the community for that. And um, we may or may not you know um merge that with the alt gaming community as well but we're hoping to create some uh, player profiles which would be really good so we can maybe yeah. carry scores onto the website from an event so we do a little we do a little competition one of our stage events and you score a certain number and you can look back maybe on the website and see where you ranked and, and what your position was against everyone. That kind of thing is, is, is some of the stuff we're working on, which is quite cool. Um, and yep. we've got our, uh, our dates in mind for next year. We haven't got to the point where we can announce them yet, but we're really, really close and we're speaking to the venue and, and trying to lock down some dates. So, yeah, that's all coming. Yeah, over the next few few weeks we'll start ramping things up won't we and uh yeah i think so messages Looking will start coming a bit thicker and faster 
we've got um ed's a really nice little memories video from the footage we had from last time which uh look out for that on our youtube feed and we'll put it on the uh facebook and on the altland.co.uk website as well so uh and that's really cool so look out for that as well yeah Otherwise, I think that's it for our podcast number three, which I think may be breaking into record time. I'm not sure. <laughs> Out of all of our, so far, the previous two. Well, it was a bit of a different blame. This was a Yeni Raki. Yeni Raki possibly contributed. And um, yeah. But no, thanks very much for listening. And I hope you enjoyed our podcast. And if you could give us a re- review on iTunes, we'd really appreciate that. Uh, only if it's positive. If you've got a negative review, we don't want you to leave that, please. We're not no, interested. Post it. Post, post it. We'll, <laughs> put it in the mail. Write us a letter about your negative review and we'll file that. But no, it, it, we'd appreciate that just to get us up through the. Um, the itunes rankings and um if you don't already subscribe to our youtube channel please do it's um alt gaming on youtube and we try to post interesting little snippet videos about some of the games we're playing snippet snip snippet videos (laughs) top tips and um eat just some comical stuff little things we're up to as a community and whatever so yeah uh, check us out on there i'd like to say thank you to chart for joining us and Hello. thank you to Viv for Maud. Thank and you. Thank you to Eddie Rio for coming out. And although you was like 40 minutes late, that's Sorry fine. about that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we'll catch you in about four weeks' time for another podcast and uh, see you soon. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye, goodbye. everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.